and we've got <laughs> an, uh, oh my god oh my god i know what this is oh this, this is 8 bit episode, episode 58 give me the hairy eyeball on sunday december 22nd 2013 and now super smash bros woohoo this episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker with guest Martin Worley Myers. All right, so big week. You didn't hit the space bar there. I'm uh, I'm proud of you. Oh, hush, <laughs> hush. I can do the right thing every once in a while. No, so this week is actually pretty huge for us because we're all of a sudden on iTunes. What? Yeah, new mediums. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, like hopefully, new people listening. So. So, hi, new people. Hi. (laughs) What you just experienced was... uh, Them calling in right now. (laughs) Listener feedback right as we announce it is fantastic. If only only we could actually have people calling in. We could probably arrange that. Live streaming. I'd be okay with that. hangouts or something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Done deal. Hi, all. I'm Martin. Yes. You may all possibly know me by now, but uh, for those of you who don't, we all go way back. Hola, Martin. Way mm-hmm. back. Yeah, you're you're one of the Murray Central people yep. who have been with us for the dawn of time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I, it still baffles me the number of people who went from Murray to Central because they don't feed into Each one other. another. No. But like, no. there's just a ton of us who just decided to go that way. And oh. the people who did that generally all tend to stay really well connected too. Exactly. Because we're smart, which I'm okay with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all the all the smart kids went to Central. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mean. Well, Burn. that explains Como. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. All right. Um, so, because uh, St. Paul public schools are uh, a huge, you know, world-spanning subject that everybody will understand. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, actually, all of all of the shows that are actually going on right now on at the Nexus on on the Nexus TV are all on iTunes now. I can say it correctly. Yeah, <laughs> not the dash Nexus no, TV. There's no just... dash, which is too bad because we used to be dashing. Ah, oh, mm. clever. Matt came up with that one. I can't take credit. <laughs> <laughs> then boo. All I know is it, it reminds me there was this. Um, there's some stories circulating around Gustavus about. Um, uh, this this girl whose name was spelled L A dash A. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's not even that that's been an internet joke. For yeah. Ages. Okay, fine. So I won't mention Ladasha. <laughs> but supposedly that actually happened at Gustavus to a caller. Oy vey. <laughs> supposedly it happened at Central too. Apparently. And at Highland. Yeah. And anywhere that you care to ask. Pretty much. <laughs> but I, I I mean it's still an entertaining thing. I mean if you yeah. didn't know about it, Ladasha, come on. Like, mm-hmm. yes. it's an interesting way to spell it. On the other hand, when you're in, like, Morris and somebody brings up a really ghetto-sounding name and they're like, do people actually get named that? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Come just... come down to the <laughs> cities, please, and uh, meet some of my coworkers. <laughs> oh, um, man. No, actually, I don't have any weird-sounding coworker names. They're all pretty pretty classy, but... Uh, I think we've got some pretty weird-sounding coworker names, you know? Chewbacca <laughs> and Scribble and, and Papa Bear and... Ashbury. Ashbury. Chalupa Batman. That's a good one. No. We should we should save that one for somebody. Um, I actually borrowed that from the League. If you guys don't watch that show, you should do Sounds it. Familiar. Uh, Is that on the YouTube or something? Shameless plug for FX channel here. Um, it's great. It's all about fantasy football and these guys. And there's oh. all these John LeJoy, John LeJoy, the guy who did the uh, like uh, oh those those songs from ages ago that were all like really I want to 
uh, they were all really, really overly sexual, but they were really funny. You guys remember? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he's on the show and he's hysterical. Wait, you mean like E equals MC Vagina? Yes, that, that <laughs> guy. The guy who wrote those songs is one of the characters on the show and oh, he's Lord, hysterical. Why? So... When you said the League, that definitely was not what I thought of first. No. <laughs> I thought of League of Legends. <laughs> well, oh, I, I bet, I bet. Um, yeah, that's my League, not, not League of Legends. Okay. I'm, not a, I'm not a MOBA player. That's what you want to call them these days, MOBAs. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the iTunes was our gift to you. Now, I have a gift for my co-host. Oh, man. Um, now, it's not wrapped fancy, and I know that the box says, Kuja's Extra Parts. Well, that's just because <laughs> it, that was a random box that I snagged in my room. <laughs> you might want to explain to people what that means before you go on, because having extra parts really depends on what the extra parts are from. I suppose. Scooge is the name of my desktop, if any of you listeners remember from when I, um, when we had the show about us building it. Mm -hmm. wait, Actually, wait. almost a year ago. Oh, just kidding. I thought that was the computer I played Doom 3 on like five years ago. Because I, I came over to your place like ages ago. Doom 3? Yeah. No, Quake. Wait. I'm Quake 4, maybe? Yes, Quake 4. There we go. It was one of those. <laughs> okay. Tech, Actually, some of the parts from that one I think went into Scooja. Yeah. It probably wouldn't surprise me. Um, But I mean, some of them were upgraded parts. So like better video card than originally... Mm. Was in that one. Then I got a I got a new video card to put that one in, and that was a year after I bought the original decent video card to replace the integrated one. <laughs> <laughs> integrated right. graphics. Anyway, um, so I have a present for you. I'm so excited. I will talk about at least one of them afterwards after I show you something on it too. Okay. Oh, I'm so confused because I literally have no idea what this is. It's it's magic in a box. Joanne Fabric and Craft Store. Oh, no, that's just the bag. Yep. <laughs> yes, I'm giving you an entire store. I thought it was a, a Target bag. Yes, folks, up here in oh, the, no. the land of Target. Okay, so I have a, a big old box of Thin Mints. <laughs> they're not even... They're not Girl Scout cookie Thin Mints. <laughs> they're, uh, I didn't know that they made off-brand Thin Mints, but apparently that's a thing. <laughs> I think they're like... Um, yeah, and these are, they're definitely different than patties. Because, yeah, yeah they, they look more like uh, York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we've got, <laughs> an, uh, oh my god! Oh my god, I know what this is! Oh, <laughs> this is a knitted N7 helmet from Mass Effect. That is this, legitimately the coolest thing on, I've ever it, seen. Does this thing have a, what is this? Is Here. this a thumb drive? No, that's, no, put that back. Oh, it's a light? It's a, a light. Lamp? Oh my gosh. You stick it and you can press the button on your forehead uh, and it lights up slightly. Oh, dude, that's, <laughs> that's really cool. So, so did I you gotta take off my headphones for a moment. Did okay. you make this or uh, did you? I did not. My, my mother, who is probably one of the absolute most creative people who I know, after four <laughs> years of learning how to crochet, she made me um, a Viking helmet with complete beard and like braided beard stuff and everything like that. And so she's been, <laughs> this is like after two months of crocheting and whatnot. This, this is, is insane. That's this actually kind of cool. I feel like such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I'm look going at me to wear my... this from now on. Forget you, Santa hat. I... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oy, oh, man. Dude, this just made my whole year. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, it's a good way to end it, right? I mean, we've yeah. only got a few days yeah. left. But uh, speaking oh, of Mass Effect, have you guys heard that uh, the the devs have been teasing us? They With, they teased stuff yeah. on N7 Day, and then uh, a couple of days oh, yeah. ago on Twitter, one of the, uh, yeah. the guys was visiting the Montreal studios and was like, "Hey guys, so I'm playing uh, Mass Effect, whatever we're gonna call it. Uh, it's pretty great. Um, yeah, 
I'm excited. And it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Show us <laughs> something, please. I know you're waiting for Dragon Age to drop, but come on. <laughs> Surprise! Dragon Age Inquisition is actually Mass Effect 4. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest upset of the century. <laughs> um, now, what? yeah, what if Dragon Age took place on, like, I don't know, one of the human colonies that, like, after they got cut off from the rest of the universe after <laughs> after the events of Mass Effect, uh, <laughs> Three. discovered magic in some of the fauna on the planet or something? Well, and, I yeah, mean, they call it magic, but you know yeah. it's really just space magic. Yeah, Mashi, there you go. Mashi. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, my God. This, oh, there's, there's like, nothing nothing that anybody else can give me that'll top that. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty awesome. Did she find, like, a design for, like, a, I don't know, a, a motorcycle helmet crocheted or what? Cause no. It's defi- I'm pretty it's... sure that there's actual patterns for those out, out there. Cause I'm... This is amazing. But this is different. No, this is... No, that one she came up with on her own. I wow. just showed her the picture... Um, of the N7 <laughs> helmet, set her up with a picture of it, and she was like, "Okay, you know, what you need to get now. You need to get an HG, uh, HJC motorcycle visor, and then oh. um, trim it to the right size for like the eye visor or mm-hmm. whatever portion, and then just kind of like put some holes in it and stitch it in. I also right need the, the brim here. I need one of those N7 sweatshirts now. Yeah, <laughs> those are legit. Well, they've got, the, but they're expensive. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Bioware store's got some okay ones nowadays. I yeah, mean, I keep. I'm like, eh, I could, but then I'd look like a total geek, and it's like I know that my There's friends. Nothing know wrong that, with that. I mean, well, I mean, all of my friends know that I'm a geek, but like, you know, walking around, people are gonna give me the hairy eyeball. They're like, wait, what is that from? And then they won't get it. <clears throat> then when you have to explain it to somebody, they are all like... Yeah. Uh... And I mean, they are fantastic in some ways, but at the same time, there's also someone who I really don't like who tends what? to wear it on a frequent basis. Oi. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So you shouldn't like... let people ruin things for for you like that. You should punch this person in the face <laughs> and take their sweatshirt. Oh my god. Obviously. Um, well, I'll pass on taking the sweatshirt, but I'll do the first one. It's okay, been there tempted you go. to anyway. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't we all just get along? Because this guy, well, because we'll we maybe don't have space fringe. magic. Yes, we don't have space magic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's not going to be all frou-frou and fairies. All right. So, yeah, so now uh since this is your first time on the show ever, Martin, uh, new guest, exciting, exciting. Uh we have a very, very long and arduous interview for you. I know. And uh you're probably probably going to die. Prepare yourself. Okay. I literally have the best answers for all of these. So be prepared. <laughs> I'm so excited wow to have you. somebody who actually read things before the show <laughs> because that never happens with guests. Hey, actually, you know I skimmed it. Sarah yeah. <laughs> when when we had Sarah's I guess she oh, wanted yeah. to and she did what she could, but I mean, I didn't actually have the articles beforehand, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, so yeah. Interview. How how did you first get into video games? Well, my family on my dad's side are a large collection of geeks, so I was born into it. Basically, um, we have a Monday night gaming group. I haven't been in forever, but every Monday night we go to one of the three houses and we rotate every week, and we play depending on the house we play like board games or Mm -hmm. card games or you know we'll play video games and they're generally like party games on like the wii or something like that sure um yeah i know to me mario basically we played so much mario kart i'm so over basically (laughs) every single mario game now but yeah that's a little better (laughs) um no i mean it's 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 one of those things that 
when you're that young and you just start out on things like Rush 2049 Battle Mode. Like, that is the game that I remember playing probably the most on the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, that, wow. Oh, dude, that we... <laughs> it goes way back. I'm pretty sure they started on, you know, like, the Super Nintendo, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so lots of fun times with that. So I just realized that I don't know what we call a collection of geeks. Is it like a? Is it a murder? <laughs> I don't know. I don't or, know. That's that. That sounds a little too violent. A herd. For geeks. A herd. Yeah. I well, we got the nerd herd. We have. We do have a nerd herd. Well, you could have a gaggle of geeks. There you go. Perfect. Like, like geese, but geeks. There you go. I think that works pretty well. Well, isn't isn't geese a gander? Oh, whatever. Um, here. <laughs> <laughs> to the cloud. Grouping <laughs> of geeks. Collective noun for geeks. <laughs> Yahoo Answers. What is a group of geek called? Actually, on <laughs> scienceblogs.com. So we're not the first ones to ask this question. Yes. Here at Science Blogs, we have a back channel where the bloggers can get together and chat. In one of our threads, I was telling a story about work, and an interesting question came up. What's the collective noun for a bunch of geeks? Collective nouns are cool and funny. Some of them are straightforward. A herd of cows, a pack of wolves. Some are goofy. A wake of vultures, a destruction of cats. That's North American wildcats. An ostentation of peacocks. And there are some fascinating ones. A parliament of ravens and an exaltation of larks. I don't know of any good collective nouns for a bunch of geeks, but I think we need one. So what should it be? Fire away in the comments. And so we have a computation of geeks, a convention of geeks, it's a little better. An awkwardness of geeks. Eh. A stench of geeks. Eh. <laughs> that was good. Ouch. A parallel of geeks. Eh, is that like a, a electrical engineering I joke? I have no idea. Because that sounds like circuits. A chaos of geeks. A whole <laughs> chaos of geeks. An infinite chaos of geeks. Eh. Um, let's see. Party of geeks. I, I still like the whole gander idea or, or a gaggle. Yeah. Gaggle. Yeah. That, that's, 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 gaggle of geeks. That was I mean, one that's of the probably, I, I think, Gaggle of geeks. I think that's a pretty good description. The gavel. <laughs> or an array of geeks. An array. Array of geeks. Are we oh, a, that would work. An, oh, that a, would a, work a matrix perfectly. of geeks. Are we gonna are we gonna add all our matrices together and a hash of geeks? We we can't be a, a linked list because uh that <laughs> implies some... we're, we're we're linked. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a little awkward. Um, but yeah, so Ian, ask the next question. Gaggle of geeks. Fine. <laughs> um, my favorite genre is the next question. BT Dubs. What? Okay. Well, let's see. My favorite genre is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Seeing as you read it, what is your favorite genre? My favorite genre. Um, ugh, that's tough. I don't really have one specific favorite genre. It's probably a collection. I would have to say from number one to number five. Oh, boy. Oh um, boy. I'm going to go ahead and say, because I love the Mass Effect games so much, I'm going to go for third-person action games of some sort okay. or mm-hmm. RPGs like that. Um, I love them. But then close second would be definitely open-world adventure games, so like kind of like Skyrim, first-person shooters and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I mean, Skyrim's not really a shooter, but you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. You got arrows. Yeah, and crossbows. <laughs> crossbows. Um, and guns with mods and et cetera. <laughs> Let's just do... I'm pretty sure I saw a recording of like one of the choirs from your area of the woods doing that with a 
orchestra. I don't know. It might be old. I may be bullcrapping you. So, so actually, my roommate and I, um, our our favorite like soundtrack of all time is Mass Effect Two, and oh. so so we listen to it a lot. And uh, recently, we've started like do- doing along to it, <laughs> and we've decided that we need to make a really bad acapella video of the two of us trying to <laughs> do to do along to Mass Effect Two. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Ugh. Speaking of Skyrim soundtrack, did you hear them using it at the show on Friday as ambient what, music? What show? Wait, what? On Friday night, the show they they used Skyrim's ambient like if oh. you're out in the wild music. Oh wow! Because I, I was sitting right next to the speaker, so it's pretty easy to hear. But I was like, I know that music. No way! <laughs> I'm like, isn't that copyright infringement? Whatever. It's a local theater. I mean, I definitely noticed uh, Star Wars sounds. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> in a toothpaste commercial. <laughs> like, well, hey, you know. It's toothpaste. And then I was like, yeah, 1940s uh, radio drama totally had Star Wars sounds. <laughs> They're from the future, obviously. Oh also, Bucks, mm. or Buck, um, I have something to show you on YouTube. So me not being able to get something out there and us talking about choir singing and me looking at you reminded me of something. Um, okay. So this is a little video. Um, I'm going to throw this underneath the rolling because I think we're still in rolling essentially. Oh. Well, no, we're in an interview, but um, of a guy who is completely tone deaf trying to sing five octaves. And he gets to a point where it's just he keeps playing a next note on the piano and singing the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, no. How loud is this going to be? Hello, everybody. It's me, Shane Lee. Oh, man, he's tubby. I'm sing five octaves on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's my new... <laughs> I mean, he's he's catching up. <laughs> Man, he's so focused. <laughs> I think that was backwards. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this guy belongs on the X Factor. Or you think you can dance, I mean sing or whatever it's called. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I enjoyed watching his eyebrows move as he like concentrated on what this was. <laughs> supposed to sound like (laughs) afterwards because it's so close to christmas can i give all of our listeners a a christmas gift one that'll hurt no and because you'll also you're here so you'll enjoy it you keep playing that over and over and over again on every single one of our fringes because it's fantastic no it's not god because it's so horrible it's fantastic is it that nasty like only teenagers can hear the noise no it's the oh holy night oh god no please have you have you heard that one oh man is that the 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 verizon voyager that is the greatest touchscreen phone ever. Yep. LG Voyager. <laughs> he, I, how long have you had that? Probably since it came out, like, 900 years ago. Um, in the this past. is about five years now? You want to know a funny story, though? 
I finally convinced him to upgrade to a smartphone this year, and uh, so he went with the HTC Thunderbolt really? because that was the cheapest LTE phone that he could find. Right, right. Um, and it exploded. The carrier that they go through that's you know goes through Verizon hasn't enabled LTE on oh, no, no, no. their network yet, so he can't use it, and then he lost it. He lost the phone. Boo. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't know if I lost it or if someone took it out of my pocket or what. Right. Because I was sitting at the movie theater. Pickpockets. Yeah. Um, little hobbitses. I went. <laughs> we, I saw that today. <laughs> was it good? It was good. Excellent. You should go see it. Both the day of and the day after, I looked where I had been sitting at the movie where I lost it. Uh huh. Um, and I couldn't find it both on the seat. I went under the seats. I lifted up the little armrests. Like the little spots, the armrests that aren't usually supposed to be lifted up. I lifted those up too, and I couldn't find it. Oy. I laid down on the ground to try and find this thing, and I still couldn't. <laughs> and he get came it. up sticky. Oi, ugh. I, I barely came up. <laughs> <laughs> Just stuck to the ground. All right, so I think we were on third person. No, we were on uh, oh, open world or something. Yeah, genres. you know what? That covers yeah. so many game types nowadays. <laughs> like, why don't we just skip to the next question? All right. So, what is your favorite game of all time? Which should probably be a much shorter answer than five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, it's just the number five. That is my favorite game of all time. Let's see if there's a game called the number five. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, we've got it's the probably seven. some weird Japanese like JRPG. Like, I don't even know. There's so many adjectives that I could use, but I don't know how many of them would be appropriate for the show. Um, anyway. So, I think my favorite game of all time is one of the hardest questions to answer, because in recent times, I would probably tell you it would be Skyrim or Grand Theft Auto V, but, like, before then, ah, goodness, Mass Effect 3 for sure. No, no, no. First one. First Mass Effect. Okay. Boom. Done. (laughs) But now, Skyrim, and in the future, Skyrim 2, or whatever the next Elder Scrolls is. (laughs) Sorry, Elder Scrolls 6. Whatever, but... um, What if they started doing, like, uh, the Final Fantasy numbering system, like... The Elder Scrolls Five Two. Oh God! <laughs> hey guys, let's let's have a Five Two HD remix. Oh God! <laughs> so you can relive the lovely adventures of Yuna and her friends as they <laughs> traipse about whatever land. Oi, man! I I think I played five minutes of Ten Two, ever. I haven't played Final Fantasy yet. Oh. Never, you've never played a Final Fantasy. Not, not yet. They've started coming out on Steam, so I, I bought like seven, and I'm going to play it at some point. You know, I tried playing seven. I think that that was one of those games that you really had to play when it came out mm. on the PlayStation One, because nowadays was that really just, PlayStation One? Yep, PlayStation oh One. It came on, I think, four discs <laughs> or something ridiculous like that. It was a huge game for the time, and I mean, trying to emulate it on my phone a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your problem. Well, I mean, there was that, but I mean, I've I've played it on the PlayStation. It was just one of those games that, like, I think you had to play then mm-hmm. okay. to get the real experience. Because I mean, back then that was a huge game. It was amazing. I mean, everybody cried when Eris died. I mean, nowadays you've got Mass wow, Effect. Thanks. Sorry, spoiler alert. I'm not going to remember that name. So there you go. <laughs> Eris, Eris, Eris. She's the Aris. she's the blonde one, I think, with like the the fancy dress. I think she's the summoner. Man, I don't the know. More something you, like that. The more you describe her, the more I'll remember. So yeah, exactly. Stop That's it. the point. She's the one that dies, and they talk about it happening in the movie. Stop it. Yeah. There's a movie. There's a movie. Yeah, okay. it's called. Uh, wait, are we talking spirits within? Or are we talking to the the other one? 
No, obviously the other one, Advent Children. Yes. Duh. My bad. Anywho. <laughs> but yeah. So why don't we hop on the rest of this interview? So the final one, there's two questions. You can choose one or you can choose both. What do you have to choose? Okay. So first things first, what is the game you hate the most? Or what is the game that you regret buying the most? You must choose one. Um game I regret buying the most or game I hate the most. Um let's see. Here's the thing, I've never once regretted buying a game. Wow. Because I've avoided paying for a lot of them beforehand. <laughs> whether it be through borrowing them from a friend to see if I like it, or, you know, Steam having a ridiculous, like, oh, here, have this game for a penny. It's like, <laughs> okay, I'll buy it for that. Um, I mean, sometimes there are games that I regret buying on Steam, but hey, you know what? supports the developers whatever sure. i'm not yeah. gonna really come at them too much but um other than that like i think the game i regretted most buying for my xbox 360 would probably be the gears of war double pack which came with the first wow. two games and the dlc both <laughs> of which were good games but i did that right before the third game came out and then they did a bundle of all three of them, <laughs> literally like the next day. Nice. So after I bought it, and I was like, yay. So I can either buy the third one separately for full price or, yeah. So I was like, thanks, GameStop, for telling me that. Anyway. Of course. Oh, hey, look, Ryan's on. He's always on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anywho. He, he exists within the internet itself. This is, <laughs> this is simply a physical manifestation of his mind. Oh, okay. Um, he, he, or sorry, of his body. The actual mind itself exists within the internet. No, it's in the cloud. In the cloud, yeah. In the cloud. <laughs> Come on, man. Learn, learn your lingo. It's, it's in the cloud. <laughs> on the Weber mails? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> on, on the intertubes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know. Weber though. tubes. The 90s. <laughs> Come on, guys. Bell Clinton and the intertubes. Anyway, uh. Um, well, first, you must learn how to talk like a politician. Well, obviously. Like, for first off, you must learn how to talk. <laughs> for first off. <laughs> first off. <laughs> I don't think anybody says that. How to talk like wait, Barack Wait, wait hold on. Speaking of who's ready for Hillary 2016. I have no idea. <laughs> Me. Not really. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I think, like, we need somebody else to run for female Democratic Party. Like. I have no idea. Anyway. That being said, this is a show about video games, not politics. What year so, is it again? 2014. 13, sorry. 14, 14 in like a week. Um, Ten days. You had me really confused for a moment because I was like, did I miss something? Yes, 10 days, literally you missed 10 days. an entire year. Um, so, I think it is now time for the headlines. Headlines, headlines. I love it how you're the one who's moving the show along. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, sometimes we got some good info to get out there and it just... People need the info, man. Emphasis on sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, if it's anything more about 38 Studios, though. <laughs> no, we are not talking about that anymore. Wait a second. Um, well, I mean, yeah, anyway. Why don't we talk <laughs> Just about... Just talk about the thing that you put in there. Oh, all right, fine. Why don't we talk about Assassin's Creed 4 heading next-gen consoles next what? year? What? What? Not a big surprise, considering it's already... Wait. Wait. Oh, different Assassin's no, Creed. No, yeah, games. this is this is Assassin's Creed Four is already out on everything it's going to be out on. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about that. I was very confused for a second, and then I realized um, they're doing Liberation HD for the PlayStation Three and the PC, but no 360 or Xbox One oh, release. Really? 
at least yet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, because they they touted the whole like, oh, you get to play as what's your face from Assassin's Creed Liberation in the PlayStation Three and Four version only. So of when, Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they they had like a sixty minute of extra bonus content just in case you really wanted it. This is so confusing. I know. There's too much fragmentation mm-hmm. of the series. But uh, my brain could probably follow with how fragmented it generally tends or how many <laughs> tangents I generally tend to go on. <laughs> well, I mean, the story's fragmented and tangenty enough that, uh, I mean, perfect. It fits with the game series. Um, Sounds B-E-A beautiful. I know for a fact that they're thinking about maybe making a pirate game without assassins. Yar. Which I think would be interesting, that considering be interesting. one of the best things about Assassin's Creed 4 was the whole pirating, but I think we'll get to that later. On the, um, on the other hand, I mean, like, the the thing that is the, the best thing about Assassin's Creed, and which, like, I think allows them to make an annualized one, mm-hmm. is that, like, the unifying theme between them, well, the unifying, like, gameplay thing is the movement yeah, exactly. You know, the whole free running. Exactly. Uh, which is perfect for pirates. And, you know, because climbing rigging and, you know, all, all that, that stuff, jazz. Yeah. Um, it, I hope that Sorry. they don't take that away if they make a, no, a, a I, pirate. No, I, I don't know. They might. It, it would wouldn't be, surprise. It would be interesting to see what they do. Actually, something really cool that I kind of stumbled across. So I've been playing a little bit of Far Cry 3 now that I'm back home, or a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Go onto my Steam account and look at my most recent. Have you um, been playing Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon? I played that as soon as it came out. It is fantastic. I think it's it's easily it's, one of my favorite games it of the is, year. It is a very wonderful game. Um, ooh, Dishonored. Good game, good game. So my most recent screenshot of Far, Far Cry, Cry 3. 3. That's Borderlands. Is that one it? No. Wait. This one? I think I... With the red hand? No, no that's, that's from Shadow Warrior. Did it not upload? <laughs> Oops. Uh, if it did, maybe it's not public. You done goofed. Okay. Um Wait, is it new yeah, it's set for newest first, so it should work. Wait. Far Cry three. Sorting by Far Cry three. Oh oh the the uh yeah. The Abstergo folders oh, and whatnot. Yeah. They uh they hi- they hid some fancy dancy uh Assassin's Creed I l- crossovers. I love it how you say, wait a second here, does Ubisoft even do crossovers when we know for a fact that in Assassin's Creed 4, they put in some references to the company that runs uh, CTOS in Watch Dogs. Yep. 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 Sorry. Well, I, I kind of spaced that, but... Watch Dogs. Woof, woof. But no, and that's that's from... At least I found that folder well in a part of a game called The Lost Expedition. Mm-hmm. Where Which is in- a DLC, I think, right? Uh, I think it's actually one of the things that you can earn on Uplay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ah. yeah. Stupid Uplay points. Uplay is worthless. It's the reason why Assassin's Creed 4 is goofing on my laptop. Anyway. Really? Interesting. (laughs) I I actually kind of like it because, I mean, I play the game, and then by playing the game, I get points to unlock more things for the game. It's not, oh, you have to pay more and then you get to unlock it. It's, oh, yeah. so play the game. Why not just things. have those things anyway in the yeah, game? Yeah, and not have to have... When, because I like achievement hunting, damn it. <laughs> yeah, Achievos. So... So, uh, better than you play is Steam, and uh, better than just Steam is a Steam machine, right? Mm. So, those Steam machine prototypes, they're mm. now out in the wild, and we've uh, started seeing videos being posted by some of the beta participants. Um, I think they're... Beta, 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 beta. I found uh, an entire YouTube... Um, channel. Channel that's basically this one guy's just, you know, 
a bunch of videos that he's done of his Steam machine. Um, he uploaded like nine of them within like two days, and I, I haven't really seen him doing anything else. He seems well, I mean, he's probably off. just playing games now. Yeah, or living his actual life. Well, yeah, because that was like life? that was last weekend no. that he started uploading those, and then you know, he probably had like a work week or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I think they look beautiful. But video games are supposed to be your life. That's why they make them. Right. So that you can live your life in somebody else's life. It's the Matrix. And somehow PC Gamer has gotten their hands on a Steam machine. Um, I'm not sure if it's because one of their employees like was selected as one of the 300 or if like they just paid somebody for one or something. You know, I know that Kotaku was doing something where they were trying to get somebody in the community to get their hands on one mm-hmm. and then they would like talk to that person privately about um like specifically just getting like all of their info on the Steam OS and like interviewing that person about it they weren't going to they weren't going to buy it from them they right. were, but they yeah. were going to like get all their info from this one person or collection of people who possibly got it on the Kotaku network hmm. so which is a good strategy yeah yeah exactly and i mean most gamers generally know about Kotaku, so yeah, exactly. It doesn't totally so, make sense that they do that. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen the un- 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 sorry, an unboxing video for one of these guys, you should definitely go watch it because the crate that it comes yeah. in, it comes in this like <laughs> military grade crate that it's beautiful, and then the actual steam machine box itself mm-hmm. is also really cool looking it's it's a wooden crate yes and i'm yeah. I'm surprised that you don't have to like buy a key from valve for like three cents or whatever to, <laughs> to open it i think well i mean i think they should sell a crowbar <laughs> 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 i think that would be significantly more fitting um it would work well though throughout most of my high school career whenever i saw a wooden crate i just went you. <laughs> it's like where's Break my you. where's my crowbar when i need it <laughs> Um, whenever I think about crowbars, though, the only thing that I can really think about other than, I mean, obviously Half-Life 3 is Gary's mod where someone made a crowbar that hits infinitely fast. <laughs> so <laughs> you just walk up to something and it's just dead. Yeah. That's just boring. That's like the, the, that just makes the game not fun, I think. Still not as good as the Vuvuzela, though. <laughs> I made things start on fire and then explode. Yep. I, I think I played around with that for a little bit, but, right. uh, I haven't played Gary's mod in ages. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, but so, speaking of fantastic consoles, one of our favorite ones is the Nintendo console that recently came out. Um, and by recently came out, I mean several months back. Like a year ago? The next generation console. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how nobody like even considers it when they're talking about next gen consoles. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only sort of next generation. It's kind of in between. It was like outdated the minute they published it on the market, like... And the funny thing is, just so you guys got an idea, as I work at Target, um, today we had a 10% off deal for uh, because of our whole credit card fiasco these last couple weeks. Um, there were certain exclusions. Oh, yeah, yeah, there were certain exclusions to what you could get the 10% off of. Mm-hmm. Um, 10% off of Xbox One and PS4 was not allowed. However, you could get your 10% deal off of the Wii U. Which makes sense because it's been around for a year. Yeah, I mean there there is that, and we are already we we had it on price cut as well, <laughs> and you got a twenty five dollar gift card and all of that. So it was it was it was quite the deal. I sold one today, and it was just like whoa, that console's doing so well. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> oh, which makes me sad because I love Nintendo stuff. You know, hey, did you buy one? No. <laughs> Will I when I have the funds for it? Maybe. I don't know. Possibly. Are you a broke college student? Yes. Mm-hmm. Get a credit card. No. Pay it off over time. No. 
Those are called student debts and student loans. Yeah, I don't have any of those either. I hate you. Oh, go home. Anyway. anyway. So, Super Smash Brothers. Jinxio Minnesota. Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you can have it. I mean, I like cream soda, but you can have it. Anyway. um, uh, So, one of the reasons why I love Nintendo is they have a whole bunch of really fun game series that are specifically Nintendo games. And one of the more well-known ones that actually takes a bunch of well-known mm-hmm. Nintendo game series, as well as a couple other ones on the side, is Super Smash Brothers! Ow, that Ow. Yeah, please don't do that. That Sorry, was my listeners. ear balls. That was my ear Look balls. Look at that. That solid chunk of blue right there is your voice. <laughs> please. Ow. Yeah, yeah. I'm that sorry, was, that listeners. Was slightly painful. It's okay. I'm used to the timpani blasting in my ear in the orchestra, so yeah. no biggies. I mean, I sit next to the trumpet sitting in front of the trombones. Yeah. I know your pain. Yeah. Um, Super Smash Bros. So Super Smash Bros. Woohoo. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> anyway. Um. You should put that as one of the possible I'm doing titles. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Super Smash Bros. Uh, for the uh, Wii U for the next gen console, which we are going to call the next gen console because okay. it is. Well, I mean, it's it's Nintendo's next Nintendo's gen anyway. Next gen. Um, uh, has been announcing new characters for their new Super Smash Bros. game, and the most recent one, which is a new one that has not been seen from any of the other ones, obviously with being new. Um, is Rosalina. Well, wasn't she in Mario Party or something like that? She was she she's was in like Mario she's the Kart. star lady from Mario Super Galaxy? Ma- Super Mario Galaxy. She's the star lady from Super I, Mario I Galaxy. I always thought she was like the knockoff brand Princess Peach. You can look at her like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's got different battle moves. I don't know even know. She, she looks <laughs> sort of like she's gonna play as a combination of between Olimar and and Peach. Does anybody play like Olimar? <laughs> she does now. Apparently. What? I don't even know who Olimar is, so I'm just going to pretend like I know what Olimar's the guy from Pikmin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the guy that chucks Pikmin around. Okay, that's solid. Um, she's gonna. She has her little star guy who she's going to chuck around this way and that way. I'm obviously never going to use anybody but Link anyways, so or Samus, so it doesn't matter, because Samus is Final Smash. Actually, sorry, what am I doing? Captain frickin' Falcon, guys. Falcon Punch. All the days, every time. I can never hit anybody with it, dude. You just gotta learn to play, man. Yeah. I well, okay, I can't learn play with to anybody. not noob. <laughs> learn how to learn, learn how to, to game. Yeah, learn exactly. to game. Anywho, I've so, learned that the most effective uh, strategy for me is to just tackle whoever is beating me and then take their controller away. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you meant in the game. No, Actually, no, I, real life. I don't <laughs> think you did that last time we played. No, so I, I was I was running defense for you so that you didn't get tackled and have your control oh, taken away. That's right, go. which which my girlfriend was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting almost orgy. Oh, <laughs> gross! Fully, hello, fully hello. clothed. Hello, almost orgy. Inappropriate. Eight bit. Eight bit. Innuendo show. Oy, like, oh, I get She's it. She's mine. Okay. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) so while we're still on the topic of Super Smash Brothers, woohoo, woohoo, yep, Um, (laughs) there is a Smash Brothers mod for um, Brawl, I believe, on the Wii console, the original Wii, um, that is super easy to set up. You literally you plug in an SD card from your computer that has the modded file on it, and you boot up Brawl, and then you try and I think start like a a custom match and it just loads it in. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, it, it's it's pretty pretty cool piece of tech. Um, and then you can play basically Super Smash Brothers Melee from the GameCube, but with better graphics and like all of the characters that are they're more balanced. They play better, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They have cooler moves. I don't know. And like they do 
full 3D models of every single one. Like you're supposed nice. to, and they do all sorts of little like fidgets and whatnot. So it's it's Actually, a really cool thing. It also, according to the guys on Kotaku, it works just fine on the Wii U as well. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know you could so, load it onto the Wii U. I mean, yeah. it would make sense because they're all backwards compatible anyways. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, back, like backwards compatibility for a game doesn't necessarily mean that something like this would work because this is yeah, totally this unsupported. Is yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and, and in this day and age, I'm so surprised when anything has backwards compatibility anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to play your old Xbox 360 games on your Xbox One? No, I don't think so. Sorry. We may patch it in later with like a software update, but no, probably not. That means Sorry. hell no. Yeah, exactly. Why? Thanks, Microsoft. I love you too. Mm-hmm. I can play yeah. DOS games. Whatever. <laughs> I can play DOS. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here, let's load command prompt on the Xbox One, please. The Sorry. original Duke Nukem. <laughs> Solid. Or X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Oh, yeah. yeah that oh, was, my God. That was DOS, man. The very first one. That was... Oh, oh back on my Windows ME machine. <laughs> Millennium right. Edition, people. The worst piece of Microsoft tech before Vista. <laughs> anyway. So, moving on. Uh, we talked about, actually, League little bit earlier and so as i mentioned on there whenever i think of league i always think of league of legends indeed um so like most major gaming things they have a big holiday season extravaganza thang and so one of the things that they're doing for the thang um is actually i really like the way that it looks on the soundboard <laughs> thang oh that's kind of <laughs> kind of interesting your voice has got curves yeah man oh my <laughs> anyway um so they have their big holiday extravaganza, and so you have mystery gifting, you have all the legacy skins are, so all the skins that they had retired and put away into a vault, so that it could say, hey, if you have this skin, it shows how long you've been playing this game, or you can only buy these at a limited time sort of thing. Um, those are out, but also uh, something very specific called showdown mode is now out. It's it's another PvP thing, um, and it's I know. In some ways, I can see this as a way to teach someone really, really. Is it like one on one mode? One on one or two v two, and you have to do one of three objectives. You know, I think that they should do something like that for Dota two because one of my friends kept trying to me to get me to play Dota two and trying to play against bots even on easy mode. For me, I was like, "What? What? How <laughs> did that just happen?" Not promising. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, um, I don't think this is the game for me. Sorry, let's just go back to playing like uh, Peggle or something, yes. please. And actually, this is on um, this is on experimental mode, so it's only out for a limited time on the actual client. Sort of just like all for one was. I think it's like two weeks or something that'll something be out. Like that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but so there's three objectives. You have to either get one kill, um, uh, 100 farm, so 100 last hits on enemy creeps, or destroy the enemy's turret and be the first one to do that. Um, or if it's 2v2, then it's two kills. Yeah, that's cool. So, so wait, is it whoever does that first does wins. one of those things first? Does one of those things. Oh, wow. Not all three. So they're actually, they're fairly short games. They're like eight mm-hmm. minutes, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tops. Fairly short. That that's, is that's significantly incredible. preferable to the half-hour Dota 2 games I've played. Yeah. 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 No, this is it, It's that ridiculously was... short, and it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of fun. I mean, I've I've won some. I've lost some. Um, uh, actually, my favorite champ, I think, so far is Yasuo, who is the most recent champ that just came out. I bought okay. him with the in-game currency that you earn through playing the game. Um, he's actually a really fun guy. Uh, dash, no, no mana. 
just cooldowns, dash around, stab things with your sword. Is this the guy who, like, his health is his mana, or was that somebody else? No, that, I think you're was... thinking Aatrox. Yes, that, I That am. sounds like hacks, man. Just, like, no mana, um, just cooldowns, like... There have yeah. been a few other champions there, okay. like that. Yeah, there's a few of them like that. <laughs> and this one in particular, I, I like. Okay. Um, so, okay, uh, his passive, he has two passives. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, okay, this does sound like hacks. Yeah, for sure, hacks. So he runs around and he builds up a shield, and if you get hit, the shield gets depleted. But it only the shield only activates once you've gotten full, full stacks. Um, second thing uh, is, or in the second passive is that it doubles your critical strike chance. What? Yeah. So like, if I build fifty percent critical strike chance with items, I actually have a hundred. That's not fair. And I mean, they they have a slight nerfing of that where it's 10% damage reduction on critical hits, but still okay. that's, that's that's insane. That's about 190% or 180% damage regardless. Mm-hmm. Um so that's his passive. Then his actives there's um uh, his Q uses uh um uh, a stab uh or a thrust and you can use this up to 3 times and as long as you're hitting targets um each of the times and on the third time it actually shoots out a whirlwind that goes and knocks up any enemies in the path. I still love League of Legends use of the phrase knocks up with a completely straight face. Yep. Of course. Sweet. Um his W sets up a wind wall that blocks any and all projectiles. So this includes spells. What? So like if Annie were to cast her her fireball spell and her flame thing spell, um it, it's just I don't know. Um it blocks all that. Then there's a dash and then his alt knocks any um uh, his ultimate, any champions who are up in the air, it goes and hits that and just completely destroys them. But, so on the showdown mode, he just seems fun for 1v1s, and that that's basically all I have to say. It's fun, it seems like it could be a really good way to teach people, because it's a one-on-one, very controlled environment. A lot of fun. Um, okay, so, so uh, Martin's gonna have to leave soon, uh, so let's, let's skip down to the uh the xbox one review since that's why we invited you in the first place Indeed. yeah because you're the only friend that i know of who has one yeah i mean <laughs> they're they're pretty pretty expensive i guess but yeah. uh i made it work i split it across two credit cards because i'm a boss <laughs> no um that's 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 like literally i'm still paying it off so no worries okay. um yeah so anyway, the Xbox One is probably, I think, the it may not be quite as powerful as the PlayStation 4 out of the box, mm-hmm. but I feel it has the most potential. It has the coolest tech, I feel. I mean, the PlayStation 4 is basically just a upgraded PlayStation 3. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the PlayStation 4 has the PlayStation Eye camera or whatever it is, but it's nowhere near as... But f- f- not forcing that on everybody means that nobody's going to have it, means that nobody, no developers are going to use it. Exactly. I mean, it's really cool to see how they're already using the Kinect. I mean, like Dead Rising 3, if you're playing the game and you, like, sneeze while you're playing, the zombies will freaking hear you and be like, oh, oh, there's a dude over there, let's go kill him. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. So, you know, that also can lead to some very interesting moments. If your friends are over and you're playing... Or if you just oh. have a loud family. Yeah, that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dog. Yeah, it's like, ruff, 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 no, Fido, please don't, you're killing me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, Connect is a very interesting piece of attack. Um, the voice commands, you have to talk to the Xbox One like you're talking to your dog. If, you're, if your dog is being 
a little annoying, <laughs> you know, like you have to be like Xbox on and then it will respond. Good boy. Yeah, exactly. Good connect. Um, in, 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 and for the most part, I think the voice commands work on the first try, like about mm. 80% of the time. I mean, they've only had, I think, one patch for the Xbox One so far since launch. I, I kind of want to get one now simply for the sake of being sassy whenever I talk at it. Xbox on. Well, I mean, here's the thing: if you if you calibrate it like that, it will listen to you like that. I mean, it, it's all up to the calibration. So, so it does like make an effort to recognize one person's voice over another's. Absolutely. Kind of okay. I mean, if you and your friend both have profiles on your own on one Xbox or whatever, or you've imported their gamer tag or whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> what you can do is if you both walk into the room and you say Xbox on and it'll log in and sign you in as you and recognize you and then load your home screen in your color that you picked or whatever. Sure. Um, mine is orange because I think orange looks pretty cool with black and my gamer profile picture, which is a lion and it's super cool. So um, you should be Gustavus. No. Oh, this had nothing to do with the orange box. It just looked really cool. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then say um, one of you guys had a profile on my Xbox and you came in and you said, Xbox, go to my stuff. It would switch to your profile with your color that you set on your gamer tag, mm-hmm. and have all of your pins there. It would have all of your your video. It would be your home screen. Yeah, it would be, yeah. It would be exactly the same thing. I mean, you might not have all the same apps installed on this Xbox, but it would still be the same. Okay. Um, it can also recognize you just through the actual like Connect sensor seeing you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a Connect command where you can wave at it, and whoever waves at it will switch to them. Huh. Um, so it's pretty cool, and it can also see in the dark, which is a little creepy. Um, as I was using it in the dark, and it was like, here, we're trying to see you, and I can't see you. Here, let's turn on the Connect and like take a look and see if this is really you to sign oh. in as you using the Connect. And I was like, okay. And then it turns on, and I'm like, oh, it's got night vision. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. But, I mean... If you guys saw, what was it? Uh, I think it was Paranormal Activity 4 or 5 or something like that. They yeah. actually used a Kinect sensor as one of the creepy things. And I was like, dude, that With is With all the little so... green dots. Yeah, exactly. But now they've switched to all, I think, infrared cameras on it or something okay. like that. So it's not like creepy dots or anything are going to pop out. But uh, it's still pretty cool. Um, game-wise, I feel it's got a significantly better... Um, launch lineup than the PlayStation 4 did. Okay. Um, I think PS4 launched with four games total. I think... Four disc games, anyway. Yeah, four disc games, and then, like, a couple digital downloads, but only, like, one of them was worth it. Um, Excuse me for kind of pumping the mic there. Um, Let's see. Uh, It's better than the one that I did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Super Smash Brothers! Yeah, exactly. So, how much of the, like, outside of gaming stuff do you use on a regular basis? Um... Well, when you have it plugged into your TV, um, well, I have it plugged into my monitor right now. I've <laughs> fooled around with a few things, but um, one of the really cool things is being the HDMI pass-through that it has. So you can pretty much plug anything into the back of your Xbox One as long as it has an HDMI out, mm-hmm. and it will carry the sound and the video through your Xbox and all you have to do is say Xbox go to TV because that's what it thinks you're plugging into it. Did you do that with your computer? So I have done that with my computer. <laughs> um, there's a bit of a there's a tiny bit of lag, but um, huh. and it downscales the resolution a little bit, which is bummer because I was like, man, this would be so cool. But um, I can get an Xbox One and hook it up to my monitor. Yeah, correct on my desktop. Correct. Yep. 
and then plug your computer in through it, but it's going to downgrade the resolution to about, I think, I think it downgrades it from 1080 to 720 as it goes through. Unacceptable. I don't know. I mean, it's something they're working on. It's one of the features that they're still okay. expanding. I mean, how hard is it to just uh, connect an HDMI to an HDMI, like, directly and not have it do anything I mean, via the Xbox's system at all? Wait, are you saying plugging the Xbox's HDMI out no, like, cable? Like, I'm saying within the Xbox itself, just have the X- HDMI in, connect directly to the HDMI out, and, you know... Oh, and like not, not have, like, it not go have through the, the system. Not have the software have to yeah. care. Well, I mean, then you wouldn't be able to do all the cool, like, switching the and using... and... That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, since it's supposed to be used for, like, a cable box or something like mm-hmm. that, you're going to want to use it for, like, the guide functions and all of that they've got, which sure, is pretty cool. Sure. I mean, I don't use a ton of that, but, I mean, Netflix is great. Mm-hmm. I love being able to just sit there at the dash and be like, Xbox, go to Netflix, and then it goes to Netflix. So, I mean, I feel that as a whole... If you're looking at a next-gen console, you're going to want to get something that truly represents what you feel the future is. And mm-hmm. I feel that the future is motion-powered gaming, cloud-powered gaming. I mean, that is one area that the Xbox One certainly has. That is disgusting. <laughs> um, anyway, the uh, I mean, it has cloud gaming. It has all sorts of stuff. So it, it should be an interesting uh, thing to see where it goes in the future and that's what i'm excited about Mm -hmm. so um do you guys have a rating system on your show here usually we go with uh what do you think a reasonable price for this product is reasonable price um considering i know how much it make like takes for them to actually make an xbox one right now Mm -hmm. it's something along the lines of like 450 and it costs 500 so it's it's an expensive piece of tech to make um I know that since that is the case, I would probably value it at about 450 considering the value of the Kinect right now mm-hmm. is still growing. Um, if the Kinect mm-hmm. was a bigger piece of it, like now, like, I mean, it, it comes with every Xbox One, but once we finally see, like, really cool stuff, like a proper Kinect Star Wars game, come on, guys, yeah. <laughs> make it happen. I want to <laughs> stand in my living room flailing my arms around wildly with a lightsaber on a game and chop up some stormtroopers or something. Please make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Disney. Let's go. I know you can do it. Um, Guns for hands. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, <laughs> it, it should be interesting to see where it goes. But, I mean, I would value the Kinect at about 50 and the actual console at 400, which, because, I mean, it does all of the same things as the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. But it has added benefits. Do you think that it's worth getting a next-gen console right now, right at the beginning? Or should most people wait? Because, I mean, like, we talked about the lineups. And, I like, to me, neither of the lineups are really worth getting a console right now. Yeah, I mean, it will be interesting to see what happens when games like Titanfall drop and the... (laughs) Drop. (laughs) Good use of word. I know, right? Because it's in their catchphrase for the game. (laughs) (laughs) Um... No, the uh, when Titanfall drops, it should be interesting to see what they do with that because that's one of the games that a lot of people are really looking forward to. Because, yeah. I mean, it's the same people who made Call of Duty, and so all those people are like, ooh, and then all the people who are like, I like first-person shooters that are set with mechs, and that sounds really cool. So, I mean, that is definitely going to be a game that people are going to buy the Xbox for. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel the lineup right now is as such that, personally, since I love racing games and I love, like third-person action games i should have mentioned that in my interview earlier i love racing games bt dubs um it would have been number three yeah it would have been number three um (laughs) so fours of five 
was the reason I basically got my Xbox One mm. because I loved Forza 4 and I mean it's a beautiful game and it's probably one of the better examples of next gen out there. Nothing mm. quite gets there except for Rise. Didn't you say something about being uh, over Mario Kart though? Like how can you say that if you don't if you Okay, like well here's the thing. I'm I'm over Mario Kart in the whole like it's casual and like <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, this is lovely. I'm being shown a picture of it's sorry a GIF of uh, wait is it GIF or GIF or I say GIF I say GIF okay so we're I'm we're all in agreement um, it's a GIF of <laughs> Gabe Newell of of an animated Gabe Newell running at me and says Gabe Newell's watching you oh you Run. haven't heard the song I, I will, okay fine <laughs> I, I don't think we need the song I I should probably wrap up my review yeah here. that's true so, speaking um, of songs don't you have something for us oh there's a little Coolio thing so when you boot up the Xbox One and you don't use the voice commands, and you just hit the actual button on it, it makes this cute little noise. It's called the... It's a, a major triad, I believe. Um, I'll tell you when it goes. And so, basically, it's really cute, and a lot of people really like it, and it complements the boot-up sound and the shutdown sound of the old Xbox 360 Slim. And so, people were like, hey, it's a major triad. Let's see what we can do with that. And the answer to that question is literally anything you want. So there you go. That is the Xbox duet. Um, it's a cute little thing. I mean, you can't go wrong with a major triad if you're a music guy. So, um, I mean, just the little things about the Xbox are what really bring it together, I feel. Like the design, the features of the future, mm-hmm. um, and little things like the sounds and the feel of the controller with the rumble triggers. Oh my goodness, the rumble triggers are amazing BT dubs for especially for racing. Like yeah. you really feel it. But like I said, it's the little things that really tie it all together. And so I guess Awesome. Nine out of ten. Ten out of eight out of ten. I don't know. I don't know what you're <laughs> other than four fifty. So there you go. So one of my favorite games of the year was uh, Bioshock Infinite, and one of the major themes of that game was uh, a lot of political commentary on, you know, racism and uh, discrimination. And apparently, some people didn't realize that that was satire because a uh, a Florida political group that's affiliated with the Tea Party has posted a propaganda poster from the game on their Facebook page. Like you couldn't make up this stuff. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, just, God, I love the irony. I went and saw it. I couldn't stop laughing. I know, right? <laughs> and, like, all of the comments on there are, dude, have you guys done your research? You know, like, <laughs> do you realize hey, how terrible this is? No, we're not reading the comments. No. But. No. Uh, this is the reason that our show takes so long. Oh, fine. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Where are we? Oh, right there. Okay, I see where we are. All right, so this was a one that Martin was originally going to talk about, but it looks ridiculously fun and ridiculously terrifying. So there's a video game out there that um, I'm not sure if it's an alpha or or what, but it's called Rust, and it's it's an open world survival sim. And think Minecraft plus Daisy. You have to go harvest all of your um, various equipment and resources for the equipment and whatnot. But there's also separate people on the island, and they 
a lot of them like to be absolute dicks. So you, they will come, they will raid you, they will take all of your stuff. Um, just, I don't know, think, think what the world would be reduced to in a post-apocalyptic thing with an actual test on reality because it's actual people controlling things, not just, oh, this is what the developers thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, apparently it's kind of a, a Minecraft, um, daisy mashup sort of thing. Yeah. Where well, you're, you're actually like building stuff in order to survive, but yeah. there's also, you know, possible other players. Yeah. Screwing with you. Isn't that what I just said? Kind of? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm summarizing it for myself, my okay. own sake, as much as everybody else's. Yeah, fine. Cause I'm dumb. I don't understand. But st- speaking of DayZ, um, the standalone version is finally available on Steam as an early access game. Um, right now it's selling for $30, and obviously they still have a lot of bugs to work out. But if you want to help them find some of those bugs, go ahead and uh, check it out. And there's there's like hundreds of thousands of people. I think uh, 88,000 people joined in the first 12 hours alone, mm. and it's been it's been almost a week since that came out. So there's tons of people playing it. Oh my... Speaking of things that have gotten tons and tons and tons of people to play, a few weeks back we talked about the Borderlands $100,000 loot hunt. Um, well, we were really dedicated to that for about like three days, and then we fell behind. Because we couldn't keep up with the story. <laughs> yeah, because <and laughs> they moved on to stuff that we hadn't seen yet. And we didn't have the time between our classes to go and actually do stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was fantastic. So um, they revealed the stats besides just the people who won the um, the prizes. So um, the grand prize of $50,000 went to a guy named Christopher um, Quene, I think is how you pronounce his last name. I'm not sure. K-U-E-H-N-E. It's on the website. Go check it out. And then the 20000 went to Patricia Oland and the 10000 went to Matt Diegler. Um, and no, then none of them is named Ian Buck. So. I, I know, so it's it's no fun. It's sad, pretty much. Um, but so they give a whole bunch of statistics for the uh, the loot hunt in general. They talked about um, like who played what class. Apparently, Axton was the most popular, and Krieg was the least popular. Interesting. But well, I, mean, I guess it makes sense because Krieg came out last, so. and you have to pay for him. Too. Yeah. Um, man, I, you'd think that more people would want to be the Gunzerker, but man, I know haters are gonna hate. I know, I know. Um, and some completely useless facts. So day seven factoid. If all the creamers looted on day seven were cows, they would produce 173,862,468 gallons of milk in a year. That's great, I guess. Actually, um, <laughs> about three times that number. So total enemies killed, they actually tallied that up. 516,812,670. That's insane. Over the course of it. Um, let's see. Day, day 14 factoid. If the number of octo looted on day 14 were ladies, they could produce up to 15,866,600,000 octopi eggs. Um, what does that even mean? I don't understand. Neither do I, and I think that's partially do, because we didn't actually get there in the game. Do ladies produce octopi eggs normally? I think it's like the octo, the thing that we had to... Um, uh, oh, boy. No, I'm legitimately confused here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... think um, uh, one of the things that you had to loot was like octo something or another. So octopus things. So it's saying that if those things were ladies. Sure. Like okay. female octopi. Oh, oh, okay. Mm, 
Gotcha. If that makes sense. And that, of course, isn't including as to how many they uh, produce in a lifetime, at one time, but whatever. It's silly statistics, something Gearbox yeah. isn't completely unexpected. Because it's Gearbox. Because it's Gearbox. So I probably should have brought this up uh, when I was talking about Daisy earlier, but uh, there's some some Reddit players who have suggested a Christmas ceasefire in Daisy, and well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes because uh, ceasefires really only work if everybody participates in them. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just kind of slaughters. Yeah. And that's just like you stop being a dick, or I'm going to shoot you. Fine, do it then. <laughs> and then then crazy things happen. All right. Like anal probes. Like anal probes. Anal probes from aliens, in fact. So. Kinky. <laughs> oh, you know it. Um, reminds me of that one night. Anyway, um, I'm kidding. Don't give me that face. <laughs> you have no words. I don't. <laughs> Go on with the news. <laughs> Go on with the news, which is just as ridiculous and kind of insane. So, um, South Park came out with a game called South Park the Stick of Truth. It hasn't come out yet. Oh, it hasn't come out yet. I don't think it's come out yet. No, you're right. Uh, March 4th in the US, March 6th in Australia and the UK. Um, and that'll be of next year. Correct. So it's going to be incredibly strange um, because, hey, it's South Park. And... Granted. Granted, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Australia has this thing where they have to actually approve games before they can be released on the market. And I mean, we, I'm pretty sure that all do, but, or all countries do and whatnot, but specifically Australia had trouble passing the game twice. Like there were two different legal matters where it was like, you can't get this through. You can't, you can't do this in a video game. I'm sorry. It's just too weird. Um, so the first red flag that popped up is the one that we talked about, which was alien, um, anal probing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no! Um, sorry. Uh, let's see which, uh, blah, 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 blah. I think, I think in the United States there's no legal, uh, group that, that has to rate the games. I, the ESRB is a, is a separate, you know, it's a, it's a company. Oh dear. And it's completely voluntary by the, by the game publishers to have them rated. Yeah. Um, and then there was also, uh, the other charge that was brought up, that somehow ended up getting through. I don't know exactly how. Then the other one was, um, uh, because South Park, all the characters of South Park are children. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. The fact that it was child sexual abuse in a game because of that alien anal probing. Mm-hmm. Um, that does make sense. Yeah. And but I mean, have they, have they watched South Park? I mean, I suppose that that might not be on Australian television, is it? I have no idea. So there wouldn't be any legal issues, you know, for South Park to have gotten through before. So, it says, again, while the board acknowledges that the game is satirical in tone, intent, and context, is based on and true to the South Park television series, and that limited modifications have been made to the original game, this modified version includes visually depicted implied sexual violence and, as such, exceeds what can be accommodated with the R18 plus classification. Mm. Um, that was one that was... That was a statement released actually by the Australian um, rating board. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that they get that figured out because uh, I would imagine that Rue would want to play this game. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> oh, I miss Rue. Um, so apparently in the Australian version, what has happened is so it's gone through a bunch of different reincarnations with modifying the game so that it can get released in Australia. Mm-hmm. What the current incarnation is um, 
Is it simply what is being happened is described in text? How is that acceptable for getting around that issue? Like, <laughs> so I can, I can, uh, release, uh, you know, a, a pornographic book uh, as a video game, as an interactive video game and, uh, and, just have it be fine in the Australian rating system? The ACB explains that because these references to sexual violence are justified by context, not visually depicted, interactive, or related to incentives or rewards, they can be accommodated with an R18 plus rating. Mm, okay. So let's talk about something cheerful for a change. Um, Obsidian will be bringing a new project to Kickstarter in March or April, right around the time that uh, Stick of Truth is being released. Uh, of next year. So we have no idea uh, what that could be, but uh, I'm looking forward to it because mm-hmm. it's Obsidian and they know what they're doing. Usually. Usually. <laughs> All right. So Dota 2, for the past several months, um, has been granting access through a queue system um, that sort of generally inserted people into the community and not necessarily just everyone right away. Well, recently, um, let's see if this gives... This doesn't give a day as to when it happened, um, but Valve has removed all restrictions to playing Dota 2, which means that potential players will no longer be required to queue to get in. Excuse me, to get into the game. I kind of assumed that they had gotten rid of the queue system when the game released. You know, came out of beta. Um, but I guess not. Nope. Apparently not. Those sneaky buggers. Of course. So do you remember the whole fiasco with uh, the video game-related YouTube videos being flagged for copyright infringements? Yep. Yeah. Well, a nonprofit called uh, Who Let's Play has been formed to help content creators to, you know, know which game companies are cool with Let's Plays and and to create a standardized licensing terms, um, you know, legally for music agreements. Uh, and overall, just trying to help to solve this whole problem for everybody, uh, which is really nice. I'm I'm glad that somebody's taking the initiative to do this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, actually, there's probably not much really to be said about it. I mean, if yeah, I mean, if 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 we can point and blame at anybody in this situation, I think that these are the one guys that we can point to and say they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, moving on to other really cool things. Though the other one is just simply a solution to a nasty issue. Yeah. Um. This thing is actually legitimately just straight up cool. Uh, Star Wars Attack Squadron is a free-to-play space combat game that is going to be released. Let's see if it says. Um, doesn't really say when. Uh, but it is in production. I will say that much. Um, so think uh, we, uh, we've we talked about World of Warplanes. Yeah. Think that sort of gameplay style, but in space. Okay. And with Star Wars things. You, you've got me hooked. Um, the press release described it as a team-based dogfighting multiplayer game with up to 16 players at a time. Um, and of course, so you get both the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, um, and you can, uh, take your ships and modify them to your liking and all that fun stuff. Um, and there's free-for-all deathmatch, team dogfight, so like a team deathmatch. And then apparently there's also something called a base defense. I'm, it doesn't necessarily, uh... I would imagine that that has a few more objectives that are key to winning yeah but i don't think it describes exactly what those are man this is maybe sort of like oh shoot what was that um uh there was a game that was free to play on steam that we dinked around in a little bit you could jump into ships and you had to go and try and attack the enemies oh that one was yeah that was a half-life 2 mod i think yeah um it was a free half-life 2 mod obviously 
I mean, mods, it's pretty hard to charge money for mods. True. Um, yeah, I don't remember what that was called, but nobody ever played it. No, sadly, but it looked really cool. Well, if we've got stuff like this, I mean... Yeah, but that that might be how the base defense works, mm. where you get a class of character, and then you go out, and then you do the dogfight aspect, and then you have to go and try and infiltrate the enemy's main ship after kind, destroying their... Kind of like their the space battles in uh, Battlefield 2. Battle... Battlefield Front? Battlefront. Sorry, Battlefront 2. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um... Man, do we know what do we know what platforms this is on? Um, well, at least PC because it's on PC Gamer. Yes. So yeah, I, they they wouldn't talk about any of the other platforms, would they? Uh, <laughs> no. Well, let's see. Uh... Well, speaking of PC, uh, Yearwalk. Sign up for the beta. All right, but apparently, uh, with it, you can actually sign up for the beta. So definitely, for sure, on the PC. Um, actually, possibly exclusively on PC. Yeah. But speaking of PC, um, so there's there's a game called Yearwalk that was originally for iOS, and I know that your your sister and your dad have been enjoying it, um, and it is apparently going to make its way onto PC in early 2014. Um, so I've I've been asking your family about it, and it's uh it's kind of a, a it's a first person adventure game, which is interesting on on you know a tablet that uses mostly gestures to get around. Um, but it has a lot of puzzles, and there's there's a lot of lore in there that you have to go and look and uh, you know at a at a companion app to to find out more about the stuff in the world. And it's really really creepy apparently when you actually read about what's going on. Um, and I think I think on the PC version they're going to be building the companion app into the game itself, so you don't have to leave the game and go and look at something else. Um, but yeah, hmm. I'm pro- I'm definitely gonna check it out when it comes out. They are following you. Lovely, I like. I love it how you just completely made that up because you don't know anything about the game. Because when I asked you about it last night, you were like, "I've never heard of it." You're right, I haven't. <laughs> Do they actually follow you anywhere? I have no idea. Oh. I haven't played it. <laughs> they are hunting you. Anyway, yes, Smog. Oh, I wish I had that voice. Me too. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, take me now. Make me a riff. <laughs> I want your babies. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, if you guys remember, actually, no, I don't think we've ever talked about this game, Natural Selection 2. Um, the developers from it are making a brand new game that doesn't really fit into any particular, um, genre. Um, can't, it's not really an RPG, an MMORPG, an MMO FPS or simulation game. Um, but there's definitely going to be a lot of exploration context in it. It's called, I, did I say the name of it? No. Okay, it is called Subnautica. And as you can guess kind of by the title, if you have any at all backgrounds in... Etymology. Etymology. Um, Which is another hard word that's hard to understand if you don't know etymology. Yeah. Um, or philology. Sure. <laughs> Which means the love of words. But... Um, uh, Subnautica. Sorry, Subnautica. It's going to be an undersea adventure game. And as to what the different environments that you'll be exploring are underneath the ocean... Um, I'm not exactly sure, but the the fan art, or not the fan art, the concept art for it looks like you... The fan art for this game that was just announced and hasn't come out yet? I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the concept art for it actually looks gorgeous and crazy scary. So there's um, a picture of a diver, and she's down by a bunch of what seem to be glowing jellyfish mushrooms, almost. Um, And then out of one of these mushrooms looks like half-worm pseudo spider thing it it has a worm eel body with a spider's mouth 
with the two little things that look like they're going to come down and grab you and pull you up as well as a couple of either mouth parts or... I am horrified. <laughs> as well you should be. Um, and so it's going to deal with exploration. So a lot of it um, is going to be designing, building, and crewing up your submarines. Um, and then you're also going to be navigating it from the cockpit. Um, so a lot of these are in first person. So it's going to be kind of... Um, it, it's going to be scary because... The oceans are, I mean, just from a simple reality standpoint, probably one of the most least explored, which is a bit of an oxymoron. Mm. Um, uh, one of the least explored areas of the world and one of the places that we know the least about. So they can literally come up with anything and be like, maybe we just haven't discovered it yet. And it'll be a legitimate argument and it'll be scary and it looks cool and fun and I'm excited to possibly try it when it comes out. So it seems like each week uh, we have a new news article for the Oculus Rift, um, and this week's news article is uh, that there is a former EA executive who is going to start leading the Oculus uh, publishing initiative. Uh, so that would be working with developers and you know helping them to support the Oculus. Um, I think when he was at EA, he used to do the EA Partners program. Uh, so he has experience, you know, working with other companies on projects and stuff. Yeah. Um, but he's EA. Well, he's not anymore. True. Why did he leave? Do we know? I don't know. Maybe he got tired of them and their BS? If so, he's well, worth keeping around. Well, as we know from like two weeks ago, EA is actually a great place to work. That's true. For the LGBTQ community and you know, I he, think probably just people in general. And He kind of looks like Picard. If Picard and... Um, uh, uh, Richard Waters, or not, sorry, Victor Waters. Ah, yes. Our old pastor. I miss, I miss Pastor Waters. Anyway. Me too. Um, if they had a kid, maybe. <laughs> it's funny because they're both guys. Um, yes. It's funny because two male parts do not make baby. Um, not usually. Not usually. No, period. Well, no, no, period. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God> dear Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so our final uh, thing to talk about for headlines is something called Fael. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a game by an indie Argentinian developer, and get this. It's not 2D. It's not 3D. It's not even the rare 2.5D. It is 2.75D. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so it there's a video up at the top. Of the article, I encourage everyone to go and watch it, including myself. I haven't actually seen it, but um, so <laughs> you're a great salesman. <laughs> I know, right? Um, uh, but so you you walk around. There's different planes on the screen. It looks like it uses 3D models that are simply blocks that are built on each other, like a regular 8-bit style that have been. Um, but you there's different layers of this. I'm sorry, like, they've been what? <laughs> ah, got it. Like like our segues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but so it looks like you can hop between different layers and different um, different planes from what the screen is. You can pick up a power-up and then come back and use it to kill whatever enemy is in your way. Um, and then actually one of the really interesting things about it is it does have a companion app. But get this. It's not for iOS. It's not for Android. Blackberry! It's for Game Boy. What? Which I believe one? which one color? Wow, um, well, specifically that, a Game Boy ROM. That that picture down there is of a Game Boy Pocket. Maybe the original Game Boy that came in the nineteen eighties. Oh, man, 
man. This is insane. Um, but so it, you have to get the Game Boy ROM, um, and, and it, to work on an emulator. Um, but you can go through and play through it and you'll be able to get, uh, a bunch of, or you'll be able to unlock a bunch of content by playing through the ROM this, specifically. Wow. This is for really, really, really dedicated people, isn't it? Probably. I like it. Yes. <laughs> So go check it out. I'm sure I didn't give it as much glory as really it deserves because it looks like a really cool concept. So go watch the video and all that fun stuff. Um, uh, see what you think for yourself. Don't just listen to us. Can you imagine like playing through this game and it, if somebody asks you about the game, describing to them, you know, this whole, uh, extra game thing that's, you know, on a Game Boy ROM and, you know, they're, they're just going to be like, what? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's all of our headlines. And, uh, we also had our Xbox One review. That was exciting. Now we just, need, we need to find somebody with a PS4. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I don't have um. friends. <laughs> I'm breaking things, so I won't have friends for very long. Good job. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually save my Assassin's Creed 4, um, review for next week because i haven't actually finished the game yet um and i wanted to do it because martin was here and i know that he's been playing it um uh but yeah so actually next week i'll have something written up so i'll actually know what i'm talking about i was just gonna wing it but uh i don't feel like doing that anymore that's my job you yeah and and we've also gone pretty long already yeah so um next week's preview uh what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about assassin's creed 4 black flag probably um we'll have a review of that uh, we'll also, since next week is our last show of the year, we're going to talk about our favorite games of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have several categories, I believe. And, um, I don't think, I, I think we'll just each have our own, like, favorite games in each of the ca- categories. I don't think we need to yeah. agree on one because we haven't played the same games this year. This is very true. Yeah. Also, if you guys, or if any of the listeners have categories mm. that they want to suggest that we pick a game for, feel free to... Excuse me. Send in your suggestion through the um uh through the feedback comments and we'll get it and we'll see if we can implement yep. it and and like in. go crazy, be creative with those because uh like I'm probably just gonna go, Well my favorite RPG was and my favorite shooter was and you know, that's everybody talks about that. I wanna I'll, give us something interesting to talk about. I wanna know what your favorite slimiest moment was. And take slimiest in any way you want, whether you feel like you were, oh, God, why did I make that decision? Or I'm covered in this, and why? Mm. <laughs> well, uh, it, if you'd asked me that, like, back in 2007, it would have been Bioshock. Harvesting a little sister. Mm. Pulling the slug out of her body. Yeah. Yeah, disgusting. Um <laughs> Also, uh, because it's the end of the year, we'll be having a end of the year Nexus special with uh, hosts from all of the uh, shows on this network. Except maybe um, what is Sam coming for this one? Well, he's his show doesn't count anymore. It doesn't happen. Okay, it's in the archive. It's not. It's not an active <laughs> show. Um, all right. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Ian Buck. And I'm Ian Decker. And we had Martin Worley Myers. Who had to go. Please is frog. Ah, yeah. The things we have to do for women. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>